My mom always believed I could get A's in school. As a child, she would say, I believe you can make all A's. For the most part, I did make good grades. The teacher would mark my work with happy faces, a circle with two dots for eyes and a curved smiley face. Later on in life, I remember getting not so good grades. It made me sad. She also believed I was a good person and would do great things. But I remember really reaching a low point in my life, and it was hard to see how my life could improve. But her belief in me and her love never gave up on me. Mary, the mother of Jesus, also believed in her son. She saw his potential and abilities as he grew up. She discovered who he was and what he could do. She believed he could make all A's, but also much, much more. How about you? Do you believe Jesus and and who he is? That he can do anything in your life? That he can bring back real joy and peace and even healing? Do you know how much he loves and believes in you? Do you love him back? In the book of John, chapter 2, verses 1 through 10, Jesus, his mother, and disciples are at a wedding. When the wine for the days-long celebration runs out, Mary worries that the marriage celebration will end early, that the bride will be humiliated because they can't find or afford to buy any more wine. She didn't want the bride and the groom to be humiliated. Mary knows that Jesus can do something about it, but doesn't know how he can do it. She asks him. He was reluctant to reveal what he could do, his glory, because it wasn't his time. But he figured out a way to do it without having the whole wedding party and guests clamor and fuss over the miracle he was going to do. She told the servants, do whatever he asks you to do. He told them to fill some nearby big 30-gallon water pots with water. They obeyed him. He told the banquet workers to take some of it to the head of the wedding banquet to taste. That took faith on their part, too. The head of the wedding banquet drank it and tasted that it was super good. Pulled the groom aside and said, Usually people serve good wine first before anyone gets drunk, and when that runs out, they serve the bad wine. He said, But you have saved the best for last. Jesus can save the best for last in our lives. Someone has said to make water or H2O into wine would be something like making H2O into ethanol. That would mean modifying and adding to its molecular structure and requiring enough quantum energy that, if not harnessed correctly, could have destroyed everyone at the party. But Jesus can hold all things together. Not only was this a chemical process, but the wine was lovely. The wine tasted exquisite, and would be super expensive if someone had to buy it today. Making six barrels or 180 gallons of fine wine could have easily reached the thousands, if not millions of dollars in today's money if it was the most expensive wine in the world. The most expensive bottle of wine ever sold cost $500,000 in today's money. I imagine the wine that Jesus, the creator of grapes themselves, would be the finest wine ever made and the most costly. Jesus is the Son of God, the creator of the universe, 
and can speak the word and create something out of nothing or take a situation and make something better. That same creative, powerful word is captured in the Bible you can read and obey daily and see its results in your life. The Bible reveals this about Jesus, the living Son of God. Jesus has unlimited power. Jesus has unlimited resources. Jesus has unlimited power to heal. Jesus has unlimited joy for us. Jesus has unlimited love for you. In the situation that Mary faced at the wedding, it seemed like there was no way out of the situation. They needed the wine, and it was possible that the poor couple could not have afforded it. But Mary's faith didn't limit what Jesus could do. What about your faith and love for him? Do you limit what Jesus can do for you? Do you obey him when he tells you what to do even when you don't understand it? Remember, the workers were told, do whatever Jesus tells you to do. And that was the only way this miracle could happen. And like the water pots, we are empty. And we sometimes try to fill our emptiness with things that don't have lasting satisfaction or peace. Sometimes try to fill them with pleasure, with people, with position, or with possessions. Mary knew that something was missing at the moment. In this case, it was wine. In the Bible, wine represents joy, happiness, and healing. And is referred to in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18, when Paul writes, Don't be drunk with wine, because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, and making music to the Lord in your hearts. Being filled with God's Word starts with letting God's Word dwell in you richly, so much so that our heart sings songs back to Him. That's what it means to be filled with God's Spirit, to be under His influence. Instead of being heavily influenced by wine, we are to be heavily influenced by God's Word to be filled with God's Spirit. Let the water pot, the empty water pot that represents your life, be filled to the brim with God. His words, rather than everything else in the world, has to offer to your mind, body, or soul. What can we learn from Mary, Jesus' mother's example? She acknowledges him, who he is, the Son of God, and what he could do. She asks him to meet her need for the wine in this case, she allows him to use all that she has, the empty pots and water. She acts on what he said to do, even when it didn't make sense to pour water into the pots. She accepts his plan to do things his way and in his time. This is what it takes to see God save the best for last in your life. Jesus in you, is more than enough. Thank you for joining us for today's More Than Enough podcast. If you would like to connect with us, you may email us at morethanenough1517 at gmail.com. And remember, God is more than enough.